Welcome back to the Goddess and Sweats podcast. I am your host, Kristen Louise, and in today's episode, I get vulnerable and I share my story and how my journey to realizing my spiritual path came about. There are some weird stories in here, but I believe in sharing stories, and if my story can help you understand what's going on, it kind of explain the unexplained, then this is a huge win. So I will see you in on the inside and off we go. I think I've recorded this podcast like three times now because there's a certain vulnerability that happens when you share your story of your spiritual development that some people just may think you are a wackadoo dull. And I've re-watched, re-listened to my stories and I start to think that I'm a wackadoodle. So this has taken me a little bit, but I guess this is what I had to tell myself, is the reason you're sharing the story is not for you. It's not for your own personal gain. It's for the gain of others who maybe are going through that or have gone through what I've gone through and can now make sense of it. So get over your fucking self and share your story. So that's what I'm doing. I wanted to share a little bit about my spiritual journey. And the reason why this podcast has kind of shifted to that aspect of things is because it just seemed like the right time to talk about this. Not that I'm never going to talk about other topics, but right now there are so many people who are digging deeper, focusing on developing their connection, and this is the right time. So I'm told. And there you have it. So it really all started with weird things. Weird things happening when I was quite young. A few of those weird things as I would be falling asleep and I'm in that zone between sleep and awake where you're still kind of aware of things but you're sleeping kind of. And it would feel like an elephant was stepping on my body. There would be so much pressure. Like this weight was just being pushed on top of me. And of course, this scared the shit out of me, so I woke up right away, and of course, nobody was there. And I'm thinking, what the hell? <laughs> the other part that would happen is, same thing, right in between wake and sleep, I would get this almost like a tingling, like my whole body was vibrating. And it would be vibrating at such a rate that, again, it was just immense pressure. It almost felt like my body was going to explode. It was accompanied by the sound of... The only way I can describe it is if you take two crumpled up pieces of paper and rub them against e- against each other, where it's like a type sound. And of course, that scared the shit out of me. So I woke up, looked around, nobody was there. I spent a lot of nights sleeping with the light on in my room. And I'm not talking a night light. I'm talking like the big light in the bedroom. Many, many nights with that on. And I couldn't make sense of any of it. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I thought I was being possessed or attempted to being possessed by some evil demon. I really didn't understand it. I didn't, I, it, none of it made sense. And just to give you some idea, I would have been anywhere between, well, we lived in the farmhouse and I moved there when I was 12. So about 12 years old. And that's kind of where everything started. I had other weird experiences happen when I was younger, like seeing things, seeing figures. I remember one night at my aunt's, I woke up from a nap 
And I swear to God, there was somebody standing there walking towards me. Of course, I screamed, which scared the crap out of my aunt. (laughs) And so just these things, these little things have all happened. The other thing that was very, I don't know if this is weird, if this is part of it, is that my dreams were and still are incredibly vivid. And I would have many dreams over and over and over again. There was one dream where there was this green, like, blob, goop-like substance that was taking over the world, basically, and it would consume everything. Think of it as a gelatinous cube, but it wasn't a cube. It was just this green stuff would pop up everywhere, and it would take over and kill everything, basically. And the only way to escape it was to, was water. (laughs) So I would, in my dream, I'd sit in our creek it was quite funny. But I had that dream so many times where this green stuff was taking over and consuming the world. None of this stuff was making any sense to me. I was incredibly blessed because of the household that I grew up in. We weren't subscribed to any religious beliefs. I mean, my parents were very open to the idea that there was something greater than us, but the religious side of things didn't didn't sit well. It didn't resonate with us. So what did that did is that gave me incredible flexibility to be able to explore spirituality from a space of no judgment, a space of, you know, there's no right or wrong, which I'm so happy that I was able to do that because it's led me to where I am now and to a place where every day I'm feeling more and more connected. And so that's kind of where things started. When I turned, I think, 19, that's when my first teacher that I can remember came forward. And so it's kind of like when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. That's exactly what happened. I was ready to be pushed a little bit harder. And that's when my first teacher appeared, Elijah, at least the one that I can remember. So I started telling her all of these things that had happened and she helped me make sense of it all. And it was such a relief to be able to have that. And so, of course, I went exploring for more. And ever since then, I've been exploring and diving into things here and there, just helping to put the pieces of the puzzle together because here's the thing that I've learned through my journey is that there really is no one modality that is right or wrong or the one to do. What I've actually found is that each modality of experiencing or expressing or learning about yourself is just another piece to the puzzle, right? It's another piece to the puzzle. There's so many dynamics that happen in different modalities. So if you look at, for example, astrology, right? You have astrology, there's shit, and I don't remember what it's called. Numerology, there's, you know, your card readings, there's crystal healing, there's all these different tools. Human design is another one that I'm really enjoying. And here's what I found with them. You know, even if you look at the Chinese astrology chart for the year, each little piece is a piece of the puzzle of who you are because all of them have encompassed many things if I just looked at astrology and the horoscopes right and your astrological signs pegging me as a cancer which is what I am you know very nurturing and I have that side of me very much a homebody but then it wasn't making sense because there were parts I want to go travel I want the adventure I like variety which seemed so out of line of what a typical cancerian personality would be like until I learned numerology which my life path number is a five which guess what it is it's all about adventure freedom traveling that type of thing and then moving over into human design was where do I get my power from I get it from my sacral spot my sacral 
all of these things were making sense. So the more I put them together, the more I get a much clearer picture of who I am. And here's the thing. All of us are incredibly dynamic, incredibly dynamic. And we can pull from any, I guess, archetype, if that's how you want to look at it, or personality type, we can pull from all of it. We all have little bits and pieces of every little thing in there. That has led me to where I am now, where I'm starting to get a much clearer sense of who I am and how I operate. Because let's face it, how well do we actually know ourselves? How well do you know yourself, right? I think anyways, it's something to, to explore more, get to know yourself really, really well. Because when you get to know yourself really well, it's so much easier for you to connect with other people. Even though you may say I'm an introvert and I hate people, by the way, you don't hate people. Remember that you are people as well. I'm not saying this is the only way to look at this, but in my personal opinion, when I hear people say that they hate people, it really comes down to they hate themselves. And that sucks. So what would happen if there was this explosion of self-love and understanding for who we are and ourselves. I think we'd see a lot more beauty in the world, for sure. I say this because until I really started getting to know myself and until I really started to like myself, dare I say love myself, guess what? I started to like and love people more because I loved myself more and I have compassion for myself. And when you have compassion for yourself, and for maybe the mistakes you're ashamed of, it's so much easier to have compassion and understanding for others who maybe are making some not so great decisions in their life. And that's what my spiritual journey has been all about. The cool thing about it is all of those events that happened, the elephant that felt like it was crushing my body, the vibration in my body that made it feel like I was going to explode, the weird and vivid dreams, all led me to a path where I could learn to love myself more so that I could love other people more so I could have compassion for those that are maybe just going through some shit and all they need is a kind ear to listen and for someone to not judge them the way you probably didn't want to be judged for some of the silly mistakes quote-unquote mistakes or decisions that you've made in your life. It's so easy to pull the judgment card. And I tell you, if, if one thing has been awakened in me, it is to have a deeper compassion for others. It's to do your best to understand where they're coming from. And I wouldn't have pursued that if I hadn't had those types of experiences growing up, those weird experiences that I couldn't explain that scared the shit out of me and made it so I couldn't sleep for weeks. But that's what led me down that path. And I'm so, so grateful because here I can have such a better connection with people and really understand where they're coming from. Here's one little tip, by the way, if you're struggling and you're really struggling to not, or to, I shouldn't say to not, but here's a tip if you're struggling to like humanity or dare I say love humanity. If someone does something that maybe you would deem a bad thing for them to do. Look back at a mistake that you've made that you are beating yourself up for over and over and over again. I have many of them. It's taken a long time to forgive myself for many of the things that or many of the choices that I made where I didn't like the result and I didn't like 
how I could be viewed from that, by the way, because it does again come back to judgment. But look at some of those and ask yourself or say to yourself, you know what, I've made some pretty dumb decisions in my life. And you want to know why you do it? Because you don't know any better. You don't know any better. Or you're in a place where you're incredibly stressed out. People do stupid things when they're mad or scared or stressed. I stole that from Frozen, by the way, words to live by. So let's have some compassion for ourselves first so that we can have compassion for the rest of the world because everybody does what they do for a reason. And I highly suggest exploring who you are. Have you had those weird experiences? Those weird experiences are trying to wake something up inside of you so that you can wake up to the love that is there for you from you. Hmm. That was a good talk. So until next time, take some time to forgive yourself and really forgive yourself. You're never going to forget the mistakes you've made, quote unquote mistakes, but you can forgive yourself and you can have some compassion for yourself because you're not the person you were 10 years ago, five years ago, two minutes ago. You're a very different person and there's always time to change who you want to be. So get to know yourself so that you know who you want to be. Well, there you go. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my story and how I was kind of thrust into my spiritual and personal development path. It all is entwined together. And if you found this helpful and you know somebody who may be going through similar experiences that just aren't explained, please pass this along because there's nothing more frightening than having these experiences happen and not having anyone to talk to or not knowing anyone who may have gone through a similar experience. And so I really hope that this has been helpful and has shed some light on some possible ways to go about expanding on it if you choose to. It really is a choice on if you want to take that path or not. And by the way, there's no wrong choice. It's just whatever your choice is. So with that, I want to wish you a wonderful, happy and healthy new year coming up and holiday coming up. And I really look forward to seeing you or hearing you or chatting with you coming up in the new year and helping you discover and tap into your pure beauty.